He just ate my ass. He want to switch. Now I'm eating his ass. Eating his ass. Eating the nigga ass. We be eating niggas ass. <laughs> what? Why? Why is that a song? And why does that song live rent free in my head? <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to episode 10 of another Black Girl podcast called That One Friend. And I am that one friend, aka Love Ryan Kelly on Instagram. What up though? Hey, how you doing? How your toes doing? It's been a week since I've talked to you. You miss me? <laughs> Am I the only one, like, I don't give a fuck. I will ask my nigga all day, do he miss me? Do he love me? Am I so pretty? Like, I don't care. I really want to know. Um, It's really, you know, princess treatment or nothing else around here. Woo-woo, woo-woo. When you finally learn your worth. <laughs> Took long enough, you know. It's so weird knowing your worth. It's such a weird thing, and I and I battle it. And I was talking to my friend Christina. Shout out to my girl Christina. Love her to death. She had came to visit me um, a couple weeks ago. Can't wait to see you if you're listening. I'll be in Detroit at the end of June. Let's turn up. But I was talking to her about like you know just being in relationships with people and meeting people and like what is really super important to me and um I will say that for myself the way someone treats me is the number one factor and it's to a fault because I feel like I've had like I'm dating niggas with money um I never dated nobody who just was like really just cashed me the fuck out just like just all the time just cash me out but I I mean my ex paid the bills and you know I have exes that bought me really nice things um stuff like that um but they may not have like treated me how I want to be treated like the love was kind of stingy if that makes sense I felt like I used to like almost fight to have their love which sounds disgusting saying out loud ew what were you thinking, Rye? What were you thinking? I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I had low self-esteem. I was so fine. I have no idea why. Um, I blame niggas, you know. Um, really, I blame niggas. <laughs> but um, I used to, like, want a guy to call all the time and, like, want to hold my hand and kiss on me and tell me how pretty I am all the time. Like, it's not enough for just sometimes. For me, it's a daily desire for me personally. Um, Words of affirmation and physical touch from my man daily are a desire of mine. And I'm wondering, I'm thinking, I was talking to Christina, I'm like, is it a desire that outweighs everything else and I almost think that it is I don't know you know because I want a guy who can provide and protect um you know I want that I want to live a luxurious life I live a luxurious life I want to live an even more luxurious life with my partner 
But not at the expense of my partner being able to provide me with the daily words of affirmation and physical contact. So I don't think that I would do well with like a nigga that travels all the time. I wouldn't do well with a nigga that like be needing his own space. Like nigga, you don't need no free time. It's you and me time. Okay. Janae Aiko said that niggas love her. So love me too. But yeah, I don't know. You know, I started thinking about how like the world just, oh my God, we just, it's so fucked up, y'all. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> so I started this podcast. I'm like, the fucking end of the world is here. Like, I need to just do what I always wanted to do. But like, so many people have these thoughts and feelings of like what a man or a partner should be. He should do this. He should make this so much money. I couldn't talk to somebody if they didn't have this. I couldn't do this. And so, like, you get to a point where sometimes you can feel like, oh, I don't really want to talk to this person. This person isn't good for me because of what society has taught me, you know? Um, But I'm in this la-la land that you guys love to join every week. And um, the way that a person makes me feel is super important. And then it starts to make me think, like, do I need more than one person? And I'm like, am I a fuckboy? Do I believe in polygamy? Can I have multiple niggas? (laughs) And bitches? (laughs) I don't know. Because can you get everything that you want from a partner from one person? I'm not sure. I feel like... um, I don't think that I've had everything that I want from one person. But I will say that my ex was pretty close, at least in the beginning, um, to what I wanted. You know? So, I don't know. That was the closest I've been to, like, having everything that I wanted. But it was only in the beginning because then the nigga got weird and crazy and mean. So, that's what brings me back to, like, you treating me good every day is a mandatory thing. Like, I'd rather have that than anything else. I don't know. I think. I think I'd rather have that than anything else. I don't know how it feels when you need some money and your nigga don't got it. I haven't experienced that in a while. Um, But, mm, I don't know. It was just something I was thinking about, y'all. It was just something I was thinking about. Thinking about, like, developing feelings for people and, like, when do you draw that line between, like, okay, this feels good. But is it really good? You know, like, is it good for the for the long time, for the reality of life? And coming to terms with what that means and also, like, having grace for people. Mm-mm, y'all, I'm talking in circles. Bitch been getting dicked down and clearly is in her feelings. Digmatized. Nah. <laughs> Like, hmm, do I love him or do I just want to keep getting rich? I think it's the latter, but it's nothing like having somebody treat you nice. Like, it's 
it's priceless, especially like as an adult, single mom, woman, like for the most part, I get up and I'm working. Like I get up, I'm cleaning up, I'm feeding my daughter, I'm feeding myself, I'm thinking about working out if I don't work out. Um, you know, I'm going to work, I'm dealing with all these clients, I'm paying bills. I'm like, you know, I'm a big sister, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, it's a lot of fucking weight on my shoulders every fucking day, I feel like, I don't know, over this weekend, I had a day off, it was amazing, I did nothing but watch TV, I have not watched TV in so long, just like literally didn't even have my phone, just watch TV, right, it was so fucking awesome, but I don't have many days like that. So it feels good to have someone that like just treats you nice, like a pretty, pretty princess every day. Like you can just fall into someone and just like feel like a big giant baby. Like that's what I like. I be tired. Shit. I be tired of acting tough. People think I'm so tough. I'm not. I am a baby. Okay. I am a little pretty baby and I want to be treated that way. I have this strong, independent woman attitude because I have to. I work hard because I have to. Not because I want to. I don't want to do this shit at all. I don't. If if I had it my way, I would wake up when I wanted. I would work out every day, you know, with my trainer. Um, and then I would definitely still do the podcast. I would be like taking pictures, hanging out with my girls, just living a fucking soft life, not working hard, 12 hour days, coming up with different business ideas, calling people, trying to get them to hire me, all of that shit. I'm, I'm working on changing my life guys. But anyways, you're here with me. I'm not going to complain because you're here and I love to see you. Well, wish I could see you, but you know, we'll get there one day. At least you can hear me. Um, this week is another solo episode, which I'm super excited about. Um, I wanted to go ahead and tell y'all what I love to see. And I just love to see Summer Walker on motherfucking Carisha, please. I really, really do. I have never connected with her more i love her music but that interview was so good to me carisha did a great job she's getting better y'all she's getting better i love to see that too like somebody just improving their interviewing skills that's great to see but summer had mentioned being a multifaceted woman and i can relate to that so much because she's this fucking amazing talented writer and singer like just fucking amazing like the first time I saw her I was like what that's her she looks when she's not dressed up she looks like a fucking hood rat I'm just I don't care I love her rats but and she's she knows she hood rat she look like a fucking hood rat she don't look like the girl that's thinking right um and then she has all these tattoos but then she's also a weirdo and I understand her so much because I get how like when you have these different personalities or just like different things about you people a lot of people are really just like one way and they don't understand they can't really see you like in these different lights and it it can be confusing for some people and then it's it's even more confusing as the person that's multifaceted because you're like what 
can I show you guys all of this? I just, I just loved it. I felt it. I really, really, really felt it because, and I understood the anxiety even more because you're like, yeah, I am this person that sings, but I'm just a regular ass bitch. Like they like to do hair right things with my friends. Um, you know, and, and these people are going to judge me because they're expecting me to be this way. And then I'm this way, man, I could relate to that shit so much. I remember when I first got out here in these internet streets, I started a blog called Ambitious Girls Club, and it was all about motivating women. It was all about positivity. I literally started affirmation cards, like literally. There was nobody else that had them. I don't give a fuck what you think or say. It's a fact. It wasn't a thing. Um, And so, you know, but I was still me. I was still me. And I had a difficult time because... People were even like, oh, I, when they didn't know me and then they met me in real life, they were like, oh, I thought you were going to be like a doctor or something. And I'm just like, I'm just me. Like at that point in my life, I was all about spreading positive vibes. That's what God had me here for. And I think that it connected me with a lot of people and it it helped me touch a lot of people. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I instantly thought about some creep shit when I said that. See, see, that's what I'm saying. Fucking creep. But also like, you know, a really motivating, inspiring person I can be. Um, And so it was difficult for me because I wanted to just be myself, but myself has many layers. And that can be confusing, especially when you are your brand, you know, because they're like, you got to niche your brand and um, all of that shit. So I could relate to that so much. And I just loved seeing that interview. I love that she shared with us. And I love that it was with Carisha because the girls are out here supporting each other. And I just thought that was amazing. I love to see that. I loved to hear that from someone else because it's something that I deal with often. Even with this podcast, it's like, I want to talk to y'all about everything, you know? And then I have friends that are like very professional and they're very like, um, you know, sane, <laughs> I guess, you know, they're very much like they have their message and that's their message. Um, and I want them on the podcast, but I know they probably might feel weird that the last episode was called fat bitches need love too. You know, where do you go from fat bitches need love too? And now this episode, um, I'm every woman, you know, it, but it it's true. It's all true. It's all me. It's all of it. Like, I am very much so um, a crazy ass mom. Um, I am a professional project manager. Um, I have a very deep skill and knowledge for digital marketing. I've been in the digital marketing industry since 2014. Um, I'm also crazy. Like, I'm also for the shit. Um, but I'm also like, I'll pray for you. And I journal and I read books. Um, I smoke weed. I drink alcohol, but I like to drink water and fruit and I don't eat beef and pork. Um, I suck a mean dick. So I've heard, but not just anybody's dick. I don't really like when people touch me unless you're my man. Like I, it's, it's all different sides of me. Um, I can talk to you about God and religion, parenting, um, spirituality, um, entrepreneurship, and also big booty strippers. 
Like all of that is me. Um, and I just, I just loved, loved, love Summer talking about how she's multifaceted. And I just wish more women would talk about being multifaceted. I know everyone isn't, but I need to find my people. I need to find my people that are like a bunch of shit because that's me. And that's who I relate to. And I don't want you to come and listen to another black girl podcast called That One Friend and be thinking like, oh, we're going to be talking about five ways to discover your purpose. But we might be talking about five ways to discover your purpose. You feel me? Like, we might, because that's important. Or we might be talking about that girl who posted her fucked up feet. Akbar, why the fuck would she do that? Why the fuck would she do that? Attention is one hell of a drug. But, you know, girl power and no shade to nobody with fucked up feet. I just feel like it's certain things I don't share with people because it's a fucked up thing. And I don't need you to tell me it's fucked up because I already know. Like, girl, as bad as you think them toes was and you was embarrassed, you should have been embarrassed and they are terrible. Should have never showed us that because... They are bad, honey. They are. You know, like, I don't know. You didn't have to tell us that. We didn't even know. We had no idea. You could have just been living your life. That could have been your own little secret. I would have been wearing socks for the rest of my motherfucking life. I would have slept in socks. But that's just me. Mm. I don't know where I'm going with this. But I'm just saying. I'm every woman. It's all in me. And I know that's Whitney Houston. But R.I.P. to Tina Turner. What's love got to do with it was and is still one of my favorite movies. I used to watch that movie all the time. My grandma had it on VHS. I know all the words. Um, shout out to Tina Turner, but I never see Tina Turner in my head. I always see Angela Bassett. <laughs> Facts. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about some shit today. I already been talking to y'all for a minute. I'm going to hop into the fun fact, the sponsor, and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to talk to y'all a little bit more because it's just us here. You know, we got all day. What you doing? Are you in a car? You walking around your house? You cleaning up? You working out? What you doing? Whatever you doing, I want you to stop and send this episode to a friend and tell them to listen. And then leave a review and then print out the logo and spread it around your neighborhood. <laughs> Help me out, friend. I'm trying to get rich. All right. So this week's fun fact is sponsored by none other than GlammyGlitz.com. Um, Glammy Glitz was created by myself and my best friend. Um, You know, I'm not going to keep telling y'all that y'all ankles are ashy. I'm not going to keep telling you that if you don't get your nigga name on a necklace, you don't really like him. I'm not going to keep telling you that. You already know. So when you're ready to get your shit together, visit GlammyGlitz.com for your custom jewelry. All of the jewelry is 18 karat gold plated. So what that means is, baby, you can get it with. I be all in the pool. Lauren be all in the ocean. I'm going to be in the ocean next month, but she be out here in the ocean. 
um, you know, our customers wear their stuff daily. I wear my stuff almost every day. Y'all know I work from home, so I don't be getting dressed. I be fucking naked. But when I get dressed, I wear my shit. I put that shit on. <laughs> um, and it's just super cute. Like, we have some cute ass belly chains that you can customize. It's for the little belly bitches, but you know, I know it's a lot of little belly bitches that follow. For the big belly bitches like me, we don't have our size yet, but I'm working on it because fat bitches need love too quick. But in the meantime, I really just want y'all to get y'all shit together. Um, go ahead and get you some anklets for the summer. Um Go ahead and get you some cute... Oh, we got some super cute butterfly earrings that I'm obsessed with. Go on Glammy Glitz on Instagram and you'll be able to see them. Um, Or go on my Instagram, Love Rain Kelly, you'll be able to see them. Um, And just support a black business. Support a black-owned business. Anybody you know that's looking for some quality jewelry for an affordable price, visit GlammyGlitz.com. We have what you need, all right? So this week's fun fact is... It's very random. Very random. I don't know what I was doing. I was chilling and some shit popped on the TV and this lady was in quicksand. And I was like, what the fuck? That's a real thing. And so fun fact, quicksand is a real thing. And so I was a little blow, y'all. I had some fire ass weed. I'm not gonna hold you up. I looked up how to get out of quicksand. <laughs> what if you really are somewhere and you in some quicksand and me telling you this right now, Sage, you're like, I need you to fucking send me some money if that happens because I saved your life. And I didn't save some lives, but that's another story. So basically, if you get in some quicksand on some bullshit, start off by taking everything off. Like, your backpack, your purse, a bill, anything heavy that you have, take that shit off. Then you want to move horizontally. So remember horizontally is the horizon, like the sun. That's how I always remember horizontal, the sun. Um, you Because, you know, you will start sinking if you just stand there or if you think you just about to move regular. Um, if you are like really stuck, like your feet are stuck and it's like, low low it says to get on your back and start swimming backwards that sounds terrifying to me i don't know if i could do that that sounds scary as fuck but it says do that um it also just reminds you to take your time and don't make like any really sudden movements um yeah just relax just relax if you can find a stick use a stick um take breaks um and just like pray because you're in some fucked up jumanji shit (laughs) why why did god decide to make quicksand just why i don't know but that's how you get out relax take everything off if you're super low into it get on your back and swim backwards slowly patiently you got this pray to god that this never happens. You never need this information. But yeah, fun fact. Quicksand is real. There's a way to get out of it. If you are ever in this situation, I hope you hear my voice. And I'm telling you, you got this. You got this. 
You got this. You're going to get out of here. This is going to be such a great bar story. <laughs> I just looked down and realized I wasn't even recording on my microphone, but I think it still sounds good. So stay with me. Stay with me. Um, I woke up at 5 a.m. this morning. I am trying to really get my shit together, y'all. I got my whiteboard. I told y'all in the last episode I was getting my whiteboard. I wrote out what I want to do this week, what I wanted to do in the month of June, what I want to do in the month of July, and what I want to do in the month of August. So bear with me. I feel like I'm on a roller coaster, which is life, I guess. Um, I feel like I get these spurts of wanting to do the right thing and, and wanting to go hard. And then I get these spurts of not giving a flying fuck about shit um, and just wanting to exist. So I'm trying to find a happy balance with that because it's kind of getting annoying for myself. Um, I don't know. I was thinking, actually I was talking to my friend earlier, um, about anxiety and he was like, everybody got anxiety now. And look, let me get comfortable for this. And, you know, I was just thinking for one, it, it does seem like a lot of people have anxiety right now. And I don't know if COVID and whatever, is the reason. But then when I think about it, you know, like, honestly, why wouldn't we have anxiety? For one, we live in America. There's like a mass shooting every single day. And nobody cares. Literally, nobody cares. You could go anywhere. You could... Like, people are shooting up fun places. We're at the fucking beach. Why are you shooting motherfuckers up? What is going on? What is going on? You go to the grocery store. You go to the beach. You go to school. Like, it's honestly, it's terrifying as a parent. Fuck just me. But, like, it's terrifying the, the idea that they're just fucking psychos out here that are just killing people for no reason, right? Um, Our food is literal poison. Like literal poison. The food that they give us here is illegal in other countries. How is that? Like, that's a thing. The healthcare system truly doesn't give a fuck about you at all. They've told you. They don't care. You heard them. They showed you. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. (laughs) It's like, why wouldn't? everyone in America have anxiety like let's be real but outside of just like the fucked up world that we live in (laughs) we also are humans being forced to work eight to twelve hours a day um that's not within our nature what other animal works that many hours a day you know then we we get paid just to pay bills barely um you know god forbid you have some money to go out and do anything people are judging you because you should be saving that you should be preparing for your future 
you don't even fucking know if you have a future because the shit is so crazy. They're fucking growing babies in labs. People are fucking robots. People want to identify as dogs and cats and boys and girls and men are getting pregnant. Honestly, what the fuck? This sounds like it's not real, but it's real. And it's just me saying it out loud. It's just like, whoa, like, why wouldn't people have anxiety? Um, Yeah. I don't feel like I suffer from anxiety, me per se, but I will say that I smoke weed almost every day and I drink almost every day. So that's probably why, because I'm mostly high, <laughs> to be honest. But um, I don't know. It's just fucked up. Even like some of the people that like have been the happiest people that I've known in my life and very much stable, because I feel like I've always been like up and down crazy person always most creatives are um but like even the people who are pretty much stable and you know even they have like been having issues and honestly i don't know what we're supposed to do i think the christians would tell us we need to be praying and i do believe we need to be praying i don't know if we need to be praying to their god that's in that book of theirs i don't know i don't know but we need to be doing something we need to be doing something <laughs> I, don't, I don't even like it, it's not even funny it's really fucked up but i don't want to be all like well sad and shit you know it's you kind of just have to like you got to keep going i hear that song you got to keep going you gotta keep going i don't know no other words but you gotta keep going um and really um start doing shit that you love you know just start doing more shit that you love regardless of whether or not it costs you like your bills are gonna be laid or um your credit's gonna be fucked up like how are they gonna judge me on credit and they in a trillion dollars worth of debt but you had a nerve to judge me on my credit. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I am so leaning towards delusion because delusion might be real. Because this reality that we're in is a delusion. It's straight up bullshit and nonsense. So I've been, like, really trying not to let things get to me. Like, I mean, the only th the most important things are, like, me and my family and friends are safe um, and healthy. Those are the top things. Like, fuck a car note being late. Fuck a rent being late. Fuck these high-ass groceries. I don't know. Just, I'm, I'm just not in the American dream spell anymore. So, I'm just like, that's the, that's the main thing saving me that. And then this weed saving me from like being a crazy, sad person. Like so many people are so sad and I get it. Cause it's a legit thing. Like I listen to the read. That is one of my favorite podcasts. I will plug them because they're like my podcast fairy godmothers that I look up to. Um, and Kid Fury is like, you know, he goes through a lot of mental health issues and is depressed. And like, 
I get it. It's fucked up. Cause I'd be like, damn, well shit, fuck. I get it. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know, it is what it is. I'm not even saying it to just be like sad or nothing. Like I'm really saying it to encourage you to just like really know that a lot of people are going through this because it's legit. Our fuck, it's like, I don't even know how else to say it. It's legit. Like, obviously you're anxious. Obviously you're depressed. Obviously you're sad. Shit's fucked up. But what do we do about it? Right? So what do we do about it? So today I woke up at 5 a.m. I got up. I was like, okay, I got to clean up. Cleaning up your space, man, really helps. But who the fuck wants to clean up when you're fucking depressed? Nobody. But I think that one of the biggest things that I'm learning during all of this weirdness in the world is that um, you have to fight for your happiness and you have to want it more than you want to be sad. And that is, that's it. That's really it. You have to want it more. A lot of people will get sad and sit in it and sit in it and it just gets worse and worse. And I am to the point in my life where I am like, okay, no, bitch. And even like when I'm sad, I don't just go and pour a drink or smoke a joint because I don't want that to be the solution that I have to lean on to feel better. So that is not my go-to. That has been my go-to in the past, I will say that. And I do still indulge. However, I will consciously tell myself like, okay, you're sad. You know, and instead of being like, let me roll up, I'll be good. Like, no, why are you sad, right? What's going on? What, what you going through? Why don't you try some of those techniques that you learn? Like go outside and walk in the grass with no shoes on and get grounded. It feels great. Go for a walk. Grab your journal and write these feelings down, you know, or record the podcast or like write a poem. Like it helps. It does. And and I'll be like, bitch, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Mm. You know, I will fight that. And sometimes I, it doesn't work, but I try every time. And now I think that would be like, that's something I tell my daughter, like my daughter, she be in a funky mood. I'm like, go outside and feel the sun, go outside and sit in the sun for a minute. It helps those little things that they told us to do. Like we need these, we need these, we need these what task or, uh, coping mechanisms. Um, yeah, it's kind of corny. You thought it was corny when everything was all good. Now the world's the shit. And you need to apply them. So yeah, I would I would definitely recommend that if you if you are really really in a place, I would say something that's helped me in the past also is caring for something or someone else when I'm feeling fucked up. So like, if you like plants, water your plants, talk to your plants, get you a pet, take care of your pet, go take care of an old person. Um, you know you you have to fight through it. You got to. You got to. You just have to. What's the what's the alternative? We're here. We don't know for how long. We don't know what happens after here. So it's like we just got to try to make the best of this situation. Um, and currently, it's really pretty fucked up. So don't feel bad. If you feel bad, just know there's a lot of people going through those same feelings and emotions. You are not alone. That does not make it better. 
but it is what it is. And try some of those coping mechanisms outside of drugs and alcohol or just save the drugs and alcohol for last. That's what I, I'm no therapist. I'm no doctor. This is not medical advice. This is what I do. Um, I will try to do something, yoga, walk, something. And then at the end of the day, I'm going to roll up and I'm going to have me a drink if I need it, if I want it, you know, but I try, I don't want to be relying on that because that's how you really become like addicted and don't nobody need that extra problem. I got enough problems. I don't need to be addicted to shit. (laughs) I need to be addicted to getting this damn money. And speaking of money, have you guys heard of um, Fed Now? So basically, you know, the government killed the cash app guy. They're going to say, I think they said like he was fucking somebody's wife or some shit like that. Man, if I didn't seen a conspiracy movie once, I didn't seen it a million times. How convenient is it that the cash app nigga gets killed? And the next day, the federal government releases that they are opening um, their very own version of Cash App called Fed Now, starting in July, um, which at first glance seemed like, oh, okay, cool. But when you get a little deeper into it, it's really just another way for Big, Big Brother to keep tabs on us. If 1984 wasn't real, I don't know what it was. I should reread that book. You guys should read that book. I'm pretty sure it's 1984. Hopefully I'm right. It's about basically the government watching us do everything. It's basically about right now what's happening. (laughs) It was really good. I think I read it in middle school. Um, But yeah, so now they're like going to be monitoring people who spend over $1,000 cash at a time. Cash is basically like, they don't want to have cash anymore. Um, even today, I went to the gas station this morning. I had a $100 bill. The nigga was looking at me like, what are you doing with this $100? Like, nigga, this is a gas station. You don't have change for a $100 bill? It scared me a little because it was like, oh, my God. Like, And I don't know if it's like so scary because so many things are changing. I know that like things change and evolve, but it don't seem like we changing and evolving to the better. It just really doesn't. All of this technology, it don't really seem like it's making the world a better place. It really seems like it's making the world a worse place. It seems like we're destroying ourselves. Um, you know, our kids are becoming sedentary. They don't want to play outside. They just want to be online. Everything's online. Everything's online. Um, people don't know how to have human interactions anymore. And it's driving them crazy and the human interactions that they're having, they're fucking murdering people. It's wild. I don't want to get back on that. Why am I so bleak today? I don't know. It's just things I'm thinking about. I don't know why. I'm in a great mood though. This shit is just all real. You know, I guess this is, these are the thoughts I have when no one's around and currently you're around listening. So what you think? <laughs> is the Fed now shit creepy as fuck to you too? Um, or am I just tripping? You know, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm just scared of new things. I don't know. But like other new things, like AI. If you're into AI, if you're into marketing, shit, AI is changing the game. Literally just discovered a platform that I can 
record my voice. It will learn my voice. And then I can upload my image and it will create an avatar of me. And then I can start making videos with that avatar that looks like me and my voice. Um, And I could be sitting over here looking ugly like I do now with these four plaques in my head. So that's wild. That's the direction that the world is going into. The world is going into the direction away from each other for, I don't know why. Elon Musk says that it's fucking immoral to work from home. You stupid bitch. You got Neuralink. You about to put chips in people? Like, that's a little immoral. What happens when the fucking chip fries your brain? But, yeah. I don't know, guys. The whole point of this episode (laughs) was to talk about how I'm a multifaceted woman. And so far, I've only been talking about (laughs) how the world is fucked up. The world is fucked up, but I'm so happy that I'm here and I'm so happy to spread the the great news. Um, <laughs> so there's my multifaceted self. Um, I'm I'm actually not in a bad mood at all. I don't know. I'm just thinking of all these things. Um, but I really am excited about like that whiteboard that I just got. I really am excited about like writing that those plans out. You guys. If you're not already, you need to, like, write your fucking plans out on paper or on a board. Like, not in your phone. It hits different. Because I always keep notes in my phone. But it definitely hits different to hand write it down. It made me feel like, okay, I'm about to do this. Um, So, I want you to do that, too. Like, if you don't have a board, just get some paper. Write it down. Um, And... Start crossing shit off. That's what I'm doing. Like, we friends. We might as well be doing the same thing. You know, we here. Let's get better. All we can do really is keep getting better and better ourselves. We can't really control what's going on in the world, but we can get better and better ourselves. Right? So, that's what I'm going to work on. Um, I hope you do the same. If you listened to last week's episode... And you listen all the way to the end. I did share a poem. Um, That was the first time I ever shared a poem with anyone ever. I've never shared my writing with anyone ever. Um, My ex did go through my phone and read some. Yeah, the violation. But never shared it. So that was exciting. Thank you so much for not commenting. Thank you so much for not telling me how you felt about it. Cause I really don't want to know. Um, I do have, I'm putting it on, I'm putting it on the podcast. I do have a goal to get out of my shell and start sharing my art more. Um, I am working on a book and I'm going to share it here with you first. Cause you're my friend. Um, you're my real friend. So I have so many poems and stories about the ups and downs of my love life throughout the years. I've been recording it um, literally for years and years, and I am compiling that into a book. And the title of a book is The Tears I Cried for Men I Love, and I'm going to share it. I'm going to share it. I think that I'm ready to actually 
print out my work and start sharing it. So when I got that whiteboard, I wrote down my goals and my visions, my dreams, and I'm sharing it here with you first. Your girl is getting out of her shell. Y'all thought I was already out of my shell. (laughs) Baby, I got a lot more coming. Um, Just because who knows? (laughs) Who knows what's happening here? But I have so much art and ideas inside of me. And I want to get it out because I know that God didn't put it inside of me just for myself. It's for me to share. And so thank you guys for listening. And thank you guys for supporting me. Thank you for all the kind words. Um, I really, really appreciate it. I don't feel like I'm nothing special. Like I'm feel not, well, I'm not going to say I don't, I know I'm the shit, but like, you know, I'm just getting started with this podcast. This is episode 10. Um, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm I'm trying to get better and better. And you guys are listening. And, and I appreciate that. You guys are sharing it. You guys are giving me good feedback. And I just really, really appreciate that. And I really, really fuck with you so heavy. Like, for real. I cannot wait. I'm telling you. I'm speaking it. I'm going to see you on a live show. It's going to happen. I don't know when. But it's going to happen. And it's going to be so fun. Bring me some loud, okay? When you come, bring the loud. We definitely smoke it. We go have a good ass time, okay? Okay. So, with that announcement, <laughs> I do want to share another poem. I did not pick out one that I want to share for sure. So, I'm about to look and then I'm going to be right back. But if you don't want to listen to my poem because you fucking hate me, This is the end of episode 10. If you love me and you want to listen to my poem, but you promise not to give me any feedback, don't tell me you liked it. Don't tell me you didn't like it. Just act like you never heard it. Then keep listening. Okay, so I actually wrote this this year. (laughs) Now, mind you, I've been writing these poems probably since 2010. Um, maybe next week I'll do a little bit better by choosing it before I start recording. <laughs> um, also these are like rough drafts. I feel like, I don't know, once I get to the editing point of it, um, they may be better or they may just be this, you know, this is truly just things that I write when I'm feeling away. Um, And this one is called Damn. So. (laughs) I was nervous last week. I guess I'm nervous again. But it's really quick. It's really short. Um, I may add to it. But it's just my feelings. So. Damn. I'm done with you. Yet another one I loved. Too much. Too soon. I'm sorry. I fucked up. You fucked up. Man, we fucked up. But we fucked good. We fucked everywhere. Damn, it's over now. Damn, you one of them now. Now, look at you. Look at me. Thinking about you in the past tense. When you was my future. I can't even trust my own dreams. I got it wrong again. 
every time I love, I get it wrong. Damn, you, you too? Damn, man, you were a dream. It was all a dream. Damn, I loved you, boy.